You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I'm Henry Schulman, the Giants beat reporter for the San Francisco Chronicle. Thank you for coming by the Giants Splash. Over the weekend, a controversy erupted over some comments by pitcher Derek Holland, who expressed dissatisfaction with some of the decision-making around the team, particularly from the front office. This was after he was told he was going to the bullpen. On Sunday morning, President of Baseball Operations Farhan Zaidi spoke to a group of reporters and addressed Holland's comments. He also talked about other issues as the Giants reached the quarter point of the season, including the struggling rotation and the frenetic pace of the roster moves. You'll hear that session with reporters right after this. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Henry Schulman back with you, and here is Farhan Zaidi's news conference with reporters Sunday morning. The first question was whether he planned to talk to Derek Holland. No, I uh, uh, planning to talk to him. I, I actually just got here, so um, I texted him this morning about getting together. And um, you know, I know Boach mentioned he has an open door policy. So do I. So um, you know, I think every organization would like to create an environment where guys feel comfortable talking about their concerns in-house. So, to the extent guys don't feel comfortable, that's on me. You know, maybe I haven't been around as much as I should be or haven't been as accessible uh, as much as I should be. But, you know, there's a lot of frustration right now. We're not playing as well as we would like. And, uh, um, you know, uh, I think fans are frustrated. As a front office, we're frustrated. And uh, I understand players being frustrated, but, you know, we're going to do everything we can every day to try to get better. And uh, that's kind of my outlook on it. And, uh, you know, the, <laughs> Derek mentioned kind of there's been a lot of changes. Uh, and, you know, I'm not... Uh, It'd be interesting to see kind of where we act, where we rank transaction-wise on the 25 man, because you know between the early acquisitions of Pilar and Austin, we actually didn't make a move for a good three or four weeks, um, you know, until we wound up putting Derek on the DL. So I know we we talked yesterday. My comments that I made in Hank's piece on the actual DL is, you know, I would just say the same thing about that right now, but. Um, you know, I think we said all along we were going to kind of play this out till about the quarter mark and then have to evaluate um, making some potential moves. And, you know, we've seen some of that in the last 10 days. And, you know, when you combine that with 
uh, you know, not getting the results that, that you like. I think, you know, that that's what happened. But, you know, like I said, we're going to continue to look for ways to get better. And, um, you know, that's kind of <laughs> what's on my mind pretty much every moment of every day. So that's going to continue to be our mindset. I asked Boach the same question. Um, maybe in the last few weeks there hasn't been much movement on the 25-man roster, but um, it has been unusual, at least for this organization, probably the number of claims, trades, uh, you know, obviously having a change in the, uh, the, the outfield situation early in the season. Yeah. And um, the question I asked Boach and I posed to you is, um, do you think that maybe just because of, because of the, the number of moves, Maybe there needs to be a little more communication than you normally might see in a more stable, uh, win, you know, winning uh, organization that's winning. Uh, right. To kind of let the players know what you're telling us and what you're telling the world. Yeah, I mean, I understand the question in theory. I mean, it's hard to have a daily meeting to talk about transactions. Um, you know, some of that is it's important. I think to communicate one-on-one with players who are involved in those transactions, and that's always the priority. Um, and, I mean, you don't really... I've never really thought it was appropriate to go to other players and say, hey, we're making this move with this teammate of yours. I mean, you know, you kind of tell the player and uh, uh, word kind of get kind of gets out, and it gives the player the opportunity to talk to his teammates about it. So um, I totally get the question. In theory, I think... Uh, in practice, it's a little bit harder to do that, and uh, um, you know, again, I mean, every time we're making a move, certainly transactionally, but even role-wise with a player, we brought them into Boach's office and talked about it. So, um, uh, uh, so you know, I, I guess you know, we'll certainly continue to do that. Can, can you speak to what the process has been like in terms of, because in Derek's comments, there was sort of an implicit assumption baked in that what he doesn't understand is what the front office is doing, not what the boat is doing. Yeah. I mean, there is an assumption there that, that there is not a cooperation yeah. at play, which did you want to address that? Yeah, no, I was, su- I was surprised by that. And, you know, again, I think sometimes there's a gap between perception and reality. You know, every you know, move that we've made transactionally on the 25 men or otherwise, you know, certainly talk to Boach about it and when it made sense, kind of talk to the rest of the staff about it. And, you know, when you're talking about making, uh, you know, moves on the 40 men or 25 men, it, it's not always going to be unanimous. I mean, a lot of times it's not unanimous even among the front office. I mean, we're dealing with difficult decisions. And, you know, the other thing I'll say is, you know, every time you're making a move, whether it's a 25-man move or a 40-man move, you kind of ask yourself the questions of whether it's worth the noise, whether it's worth the distraction, because, um, you know, when you make moves, it, it does bring attention to it, and, and people are going to write about it and cover it, and pe- players are going to see it. Um, so it's a lot easier to talk yourself out a lot of a lot of moves than it is to actually go ahead with them. So, um, uh, so. You know, ultimately, uh, you know, uh, we're you know we're we're certainly you know I and the rest of the front office and communicating with Boach and and the rest of the coaching staff when we talk about transactions or roles and um, you know I believe us to be on the same page about that stuff. 
Do you anticipate at a certain you know level of inheriting a veteran roster and organization that hasn't undergone much change in recent years and now is doing so that there is going to be some level of frustration at some point or you know that if if you're not winning you are going to run into these kind of rocky spots along the way? Yeah, I just think it's all uh, based on results and, and how the team's doing. I mean, if we're 23 and 16, I don't think we'd be sitting in, sitting in this room right now, you know, so. Um, you know, I understand it. You know, well, you know, I, 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 I'm I'm as frustrated as anybody. Um, but again, I mean, you know, I want us to have a culture of accountability where people are kind of looking in the mirror and asking what they can they can do better. And um, you know, that's the attitude we adopt in the front office. Uh, you know, understanding that the results we've had so far aren't acceptable. So. Critics in the past um, referred to some of the moves made in Los Angeles with regard to the injured list um, in the past, and now Derek Hahn has kind of made this statement about a yeah. fake injury. Yeah. Um, can you speak a little bit to that in terms of, you know, what, what you know, might, might respond to critics? Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you, a lot of times, you know, you're dealing with gray areas with injuries. I mean, you know, if a guy gets you know, hit by a truck, you know, and can't walk out on the field, that's, I guess, you know, an unequivocal injury, but there's a lot of uh, gray area beyond that. Um, you know, guys want to play. I love the fact that Derek wants to be out there. It's one of the reasons we brought him back. Um, and, uh, you know, even when we met with him and told him we thought it made sense for him to take the start off and that because of the way the schedule lined up, it really was only going to be one turn in the rotation. Um he wasn't happy about it then, so um, we were aware of that. But again, a lot of times, especially on the pitching front, uh, you know, it, it becomes a gray area where it's not necessarily as black or white as we can put this guy on the field. But maybe he thinks he can perform. Maybe, maybe he thinks he can go out there. But what kind of results are you going to get? What kind of performance are you going to get? And um, you know, I I feel equally bad that when he did get back out there, was in a blizzard and. You know, I don't know how much of, you know, the kind of cold and the weather kind of interacting with, you know, whatever lack of field he has in the finger contributed to, you know, what happened in Colorado. But, um, you know, it's, it's kind of, uh, you know, in that situation, we just made the judgment, you know, between the doctors, the coaching staff, and the front office, it makes sense for him to get a start off and then get back in there. So, what's sort of the state of your rotation right now? Yeah, I mean, we're, um, you know, unfortunately, you know, the, the the story of the season is, you know, we weren't scoring runs early, um, and the rotation was actually pitching great. The pitching staff as a whole was doing a great job, and you always have in the back of your mind, you know, when the offense starts clicking, is the pitching going to be able to continue doing what they've done? And, um, you know, unfortunately, they took a step back. And, uh, uh, you know, obviously, you know, Bum's done a great job. Shark's done a really nice job for us. Um, you know, the other guys got, um, you know, went backwards a little bit performance-wise. And so we're going to look at some different things in those spots. Um, you know, uh, between Beatty and, you know, a couple guys that we have in AAA that may be a possibility for Wednesday. We haven't made a final determination there uh, yet, but, um, yeah, I think it makes 
sense for us to look at some other guys and hopefully, you know, the guys that have been holding down rotation spots get back in there at some point. I don't think anything we've done should be viewed as permanent. Is an opener in play for, for Wednesday and is that concept a little bit more appealing now given the, the struggles in the, in the first inning? Yeah, I mean, that's a Boach's call, obviously. You know, we've had some conversations about it. You know, I guess the, the you know, the, you know, I think our goal has got to be to bring our bullpen more into play because that's a clear strength of our team. So, you know, whether it means going to the pen early or going to the pen at the beginning of the game, um, you know, uh, you know, our bullpen has to be, our relievers, or our group of relievers, has to be a big part of, you know, our formula of success. So, um, you know, really, in some sense, an opener is just another way to make sure that some of those guys that are pitching well get a chance to impact the game, you know, as opposed to coming in later in the game when you're potentially already facing a deficit. So, um, you know, I look at, at the opener as just a, another variant or another way to try to get our bullpen more involved in our game plan. That was Giants President of Baseball Operations, Farhan Zaidi. Stay tuned for more Giants Splash podcasts, which are just around the corner. Giants Double Play is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is Editor-in-Chief. If you like this show, please subscribe, tell a friend, or give us a review. You can support Giants Double Play and a lot of great journalism with subscription to The Chronicle. There are print and digital editions. You can find out more at sfchronicle.com slash subscribe. If you want to find me on Twitter, I am at Hank Shulman, or you can email me at hshulman at sfchronicle.com. Thank you.